We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into episode one of the Peyton Chatney Show. I'm Neil McCready. That, as you might guess, is Peyton Chatney. We're brought to you by The Rogue, uh, The Rogue 4450, I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. Make sure that you uh, let the people at The Rogue know how much you appreciate making this show possible over the course of the baseball season. Ole Miss and Charleston Southern get started on uh, Friday afternoon, game one of what will probably be and hopefully be a very long journey into June, and uh, we'll be visiting with Peyton throughout the season. The goal is to do it about once a week, as we did back in football season with Chance Campbell. So uh, that's the that's the goal. And there'll be weeks when that'll be problematic, and there'll be weeks when that'll be easy. So but for today, we're getting rolling. Peyton, how are you, man? Thanks for being here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing really well. I appreciate y'all having me. So uh, we'll start here because I'm obviously was never as good at baseball as you are, but uh, I probably love the game about the same way you do. Um, I've got. Anthony Rizzo behind me, Ben Zobrist. <laughs> I've got the Indians uh, mascots. I guess they're the Guardians now, but to me, they'll always be the Indians. Um, <laughs> I can remember all the way back in the Little League, right? The first game, opening day, or whatever you called it. Like, I, I, I swear to God, I remember this. The first team I played for in T-ball was the Wildcats. We were orange. I remember getting so excited to play the first game. We played against the Bobcats, and they were purple. And the first game that I ever played, I can remember not being able to sleep the night before. You're playing on a much higher level than the Wildcats. But what's this like? You've had all this time to build up to it, and here you are. It's time for another season. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious, what are your emotions like as you get ready for opening day? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite as good a memory as you are. I don't know uh, my first opening day as T-ball, but I do remember my first opening day here. Um, and I'll be honest, it's, you have the same feeling, or I have the same feeling now as I did, um, when I was a freshman, it's just, you know, there's a, there's a bit of, there's a fine line between being, uh, nervous and anxious versus like nervous and excited. And you really try to, you know, find that line. Um, but it is, it's so hard to, to not just be super anxious and ready to play. Um, I think this year is going to be great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Everybody has those those first day jitters, the opening day jitters. I think if you don't have it, um, then, then you don't care enough. Like I think that's almost impossible to not have those. Um, but you just have to try to figure out a way to, to calm it down, which can be tough. But yeah, I'm super excited. 
do you want the first ball to get hit to you? Are you kind of hoping, hey, hit it somewhere else? Let me kind of calm down a minute. Let's get into the routine. I know in, in the in the batting order, you know, you're stepping up and you're seeing the first pitch and stuff. But when you yeah. take the field, are you kind of hoping, hey, someone hit it to me? Let's get going. Is it kind of like in football where it's all right? Let's hit. Let's you get need hit. that first let's, hit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. hit somebody. Let's get hit. Uh, get going. I think I would rather just hey, just hit me the ball right now. Let's get into the groove. Um, I think it would almost be worse if you sat around and waited until like the second, third inning before you finally get some action, which can happen. It's baseball. But no, I think I would much rather just say first pitch of the game, easy routine, ground ball to me. Let me make the play and, and let's get rolling. No doubt. Uh, I mean, kind of the same thing batting wise is obviously a little bit different because you can't just um, ambush every single pitch or anything like that. But yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, I'm hoping that guy throws me a belt high fastball and I just swing out of my shoes. <laughs> There's a lot of familiar faces in this lineup. Obviously, you and Jacob and Tim and Hayden and, and so many other guys that were, you know, a part of that lineup that produced so many runs and and uh, so much excitement a year ago. And you guys are all back. Some of that is the COVID year, and some of that is just the way it worked out. How how cool is it? How exciting is it to get to play with those guys yet again? That doesn't, you know, frequently happen at the college level where there's a lot of turnover. No doubt. I think, yeah, this is probably the most unique year because we've had the COVID guys and um, a couple hurt guys and everything like that coming back. Um, but yeah, it's super cool and it's super unique to the fact we're like, um, there's just a level of maturity with the offense that we have now. Um, not to say anything, we're going to have some new guys step in and some guys that didn't get as much playing time last year um, have a big role in that. Um, but yeah, as you can tell, there's just like a, there's a lot of confidence. We've all been through this. This is, you know, now my third year, two and a half, whatever you want to call it, the COVID year. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm super excited. And, and for sure, the offense, um, we're ready. And But I think what everybody talks about the offense, which is, I mean, I understand because we're returning everybody, but I don't think people understand how good our pitching is going to be. I think our pitching is kind of underrated this year. And we lost really good guys. We lost Doug and Gunner, no doubt, uh, and Taylor and everybody else. But I think we have more depth this year than we probably ever have pitching-wise. I mean, um, we already have our name starters, but there's just guys, um, you know, we're going to still have BJ. We're going to have Brandon Johnson who's going to close it out and do everything like that. We've got a lot of guys in between there that are going to be able to uh, step in and make uh, a couple of big pitches this year. Who are a couple of those guys that you faced in inner squad and stuff that maybe fans aren't as familiar with that you're like, I, I, if, if he can carry what he does in – inner squad yeah. and stuff into the games. Yeah. He's going to get it done. Um, I think, I think the two, the two transfers for sure, John Gaddis and Jack Washburn. Um, I mean, you can tell they, they've been through it. it. It doesn't look like it's their first year. You know, yeah. John's going to pitch for a Saturday, open up on Saturday. And the same thing with him. Like it just brings a level of confidence that I don't think you get out of someone or not normally out of someone uh, if it's their first year, but now we have two freshmen that I think are really going to have a big role as well. Uh, Riley Maddox and, and Hunter Elliott and um, Hunter is a lot Doug-esque where where um, you know he doesn't have quite as much of a sweeping uh, off speed as Doug does but same thing where it's just like when he gets on the mound you know he's not nervous he's going to go up there he's going to pound the zone and he's going to say hey F you I'm going to get you out right here you know so I think there's going to be some guys that really step up who people probably don't know as much right now. Speaking of last year I mean you guys had such an exciting season. I mean, you're right there in the SEC race the whole time. You 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 uh, you made a run in Hoover, and then you won your regional, and you get to a super regional, and the road ended there, awfully close to Omaha, but not to Omaha. Does that? I guess what's was 
is it hard to get that taste out of your mouth at the end of last season? Is it something that you used as a motivational fuel going into this year? Sort of how did you handle you got as close as you got, but didn't get there? Yeah. Um, it is definitely hard to get the taste out of your mouth. I mean, I mean, um, we all thought we were going to go to Omaha. That was, you know, it felt like it was destined to be last year, the way everything had kind of worked out for us. Um, but yeah, I think you have to take it with a little bit of motivation and say, you know, everybody's good. And it's coach B always says that it's not the best team that wins. It's the team that plays the best. Um, but with that being said, I mean, now we kind of know what to expect. Like there's a lot of those guys, a lot of older guys, but a lot of guys that haven't been that far, haven't played, you know, game three of the super regional. So now we kind of have a little bit more uh, experience under our belt, but yeah. Um, yeah. We want to get there bad. We do. So along those lines, when people do this with coach Bianco, people do this with, uh, you know, teams around the country, fan bases kind of go, this is a year that's Omaha or bust. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, getting to Omaha requires talent. It, it requires some luck, some things that you can't completely control, yeah. right? You guys have to stay healthy and, and you, you have to get hot at the right time and all that. In your mind, is this a season that is Omaha or bust? Is there, is, is that the kind of pressure that, that is around you guys? Or is that something you just don't talk about? It's the one game at a time, one series at a time, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it's something that we don't talk about, but I wouldn't say it's Omaha or bust for us. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to get to Omaha and everybody wants to win. Um, but it's not like, I feel like we have any more pressure than we did last year coming into it. Um, but yeah, with that being said, for sure, we want to, you know, get to Omaha, but it doesn't feel like we have, you know, something in the back saying, Hey, you got it. You know, you'll have to do it. This is a year. This is a year. Um, no, I wouldn't say that. So talk about opening day. I know that's one thing when you're going through practices and inter squads and stuff, when it's yeah. a different deal and you're putting on the game uniform, if you will, and you're about to go play somebody else. Are there some rituals that kick in for you? Are there some superstitions or are you, are you, I know you got teammates that have rituals and superstitions. What about you? Um, I think so for sure. If you could, nobody's able to see them because I don't wear my pants up, but if you could see my socks that I wear, I have to wear just regular ankle high white socks and then my blue socks to put on because the toe part of my blue socks is completely out. Like you just see my, my actual foot if I didn't have another sock on because I've worn the same socks um, this whole year. Like now I wash them every single day. We put them on the loop and they get washed, but it's just something, I don't know why I've done it. And it is something that I kind of wish I could change, but it's just um, a lucky thing. And then, yeah, I see the J, uh, Joe Boo behind you. Um, I have that guy in my locker as well. Sometimes who knows, maybe I say, Hey, can you help me hit that slider today? Or help me hit that curveball. Um, but yeah, we have baseball is just, you know, a whole game of, superstition so there's a bunch of stupid stuff that we do but yeah probably the socks is the most embarrassing one have you ever tried just to break the habit one time i mean it's like biting fingernails or something right you, you say i'm gonna go a week without doing it yeah kind of start yeah. going crazy have you ever just said all right today i'm gonna put on a regular new pair I, I will have to eventually like there's gonna get to a point where the sock is not gonna be a sock so i know i'm going to have to eventually do it i just don't want to do it. what helps me out and as weird as it sounds like superstitions I swear it can actually be good for you. Like crazy ones like that. Cause it gives me an excuse. Like say I do bad. All right. Then I get an excuse to, I'm going to start all over. I'm going to get new socks. And now I feel like I've, you know, I've washed everything that's happened in the game before. Um, and the same way with batting gloves, like my batting glove right now that I'm going to use opening day is there's a big hole right here in the hand. Like it, the batting glove is not doing me any use because it's barely there. Like I just have the fingers on it. Yeah. Um, but I have to use it. Like it's just what I'm going to use until, until, you know, 
I saw so, you in batting. Yeah. So if you have like an 0 for 4, it gives you an excuse yeah. to go. Okay, yeah, those, it. it was I, the batting glove. Yeah, it yeah. was the batting I didn't glove. have enough grip on it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys are going to start in cold weather on Friday, and then it gets warmer. Are you does, – does the cold bother you? I know baseball players aren't allowed to say that out loud, but – I was about to say. Yeah, yeah I mean, a, you, can't, you can't admit it, but do you look – let's put it this way. Do you look more forward to the warm days than, than you would in non-baseball season? Yeah, so I don't know if people know. We have like an actual rule within uh, that Coach B has made where we are not allowed to even say the word cold like while we're out on the field. It is like forbidden. It's, if you say it, someone looks at you like, what did you just – did you just say cold you know and so we have to it's not that it's not actually cold because B knows it's cold but we have to act like it's not right um but I always tell people I would rather play in 115 degree weather versus 45 degrees like I would much rather be drenched in sweat versus having to put a long sleeve on so no I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it so do you sleep before opening day will you will you get a good night's rest or will you toss and turn or I mean, and you're a little older now, so it might be a little calmer yeah. than maybe it was your freshman year, but what's that, what's that like the day before the night before? Um, I'm going to say I'll be fine. Everything up until going to sleep. I'll probably have a little bit of trouble going to sleep, but the main part for me is I'm going to wake up before my alarm clock goes off. It's like something in my brain is like, Hey, it's time to go, you know? And for whatever reason, it, it, uh, you have to actually kind of slow yourself down. It feels like especially the opening day, the day goes by so quick, you know, you just feel rushed. You have to kind of tell yourself like, we do this every single day. This is the normal thing for us. And I think that's kind of why we normally have team breakfasts on Friday. And um, I think that's just to get us up, eat something and just, Hey, we're good. This is a normal day. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I have much of a problem sleeping, but more so staying asleep probably. Yeah. So I guess it was what, about a week ago, I, I lose track of time for whatever reason when <laughs> me too. Are, yeah. <laughs> it's like a week ago and, and you saw the pictures of the students waiting in mm -hmm. line and the, the line just went on and on and on and they were sleeping overnight, like in tents and stuff. And yeah. Um, just to be able to run, get their seat out in right field, which is really cool. Um, I mean, you don't see that everywhere. I mean, there's other places where the student sections are. We'll talk about that as the year goes on, as you guys make yeah. some road trips to some places. Yeah. But, but it's a unique thing, right? I mean, what's you guys were kind of on the field, I know, practicing when they opened the gates. And I saw some video of, like, I know practice kept going, but some guys did kind of turn around and look at it like, wow. Did, did you get a chance to kind of soak that in? Oh, yeah, we did. So I think this is the first year. So whatever day it is, I think it's on Thursday – that it opens up. Well, people were there two days before. Like, I feel like that's the first time that's ever happened. Well, normally it's like at midnight, the night before everyone gets there, camps out, sleeps there, does whatever. But for whatever reason this year, it was like a whole nother day that they added on. Um, so we saw them out there before we even thought we were I'm like, this is unreal. So we actually, a couple of us um, after practice um, went to, went to uh, the pizza shop, got a couple of pizzas, um, went to the gas station, got a couple of different um, beverages and stuff. And we brought it out to them and um, you know, they're really thankful, but it is super cool. I mean, it's something that you don't see and it is super unique. Um, and then all of them stayed out there for BP because um, we practiced that or we inter-squad that same day whenever they're open. It is the most unreal atmosphere. The only thing I wish is that they could be a little bit closer to the field. Cause I swear to you, like they're like, it actually has, 
we actually have an advantage whenever they are able to just get into that right fielder. It's awesome. It's so much fun. I was about to ask you that. How big of a home field advantage is yeah. it? Have you ever talked to guys on other teams after the series is over about what it was like? No, I, I, I wish they would. But, like, there are times you can see, like, there are people sometimes drop routine balls where you're like, you know, they're just domed up in the head. Like, I mean, you can act like you don't hear it as much as you want, but I promise you, you hear every little bit of it. It's impossible not to. Yeah. So, when the fans are screaming at you and yeah. saying stuff about your girlfriend or your exactly. sister or whatever, you're, you can act like you don't yeah. hear that, but you're hearing it. I mean, unless the you're problem worried is like, it. there's nothing you can do about it because if you turn around and say something, oh, boom, they've won. Over. There's, it's, yeah. it's over. Like, there's no doubt. But then if you just ignore it, then they just keep piling it on. It's like, I don't know what to do, but it's so much fun. It's yeah, awesome. The only thing I think you can do as an outfielder, and I've seen some guys do it when they start playing that game with you, hey, one finger if this, two fingers if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is just play along, right? I you mean, have to. Because then they to. start to like you a little bit. Exactly. And even though they're on you, they're kind of like, oh, that, yeah. that's kind of funny. He's cool, whatever. Yeah. We've actually had some uh, – some cool experiences a little bit before my time. I mean, we had Plumlee last year who would, I mean, I swear he talked to the fans more than he did focus on the game. He was just, he <laughs> ate it up. He loved it. Yeah. Um, well, there have been some stories about uh, we went to state one year. This is before my time. And someone uh, was getting married around the same time and they gave him hell the whole weekend. But then afterwards uh, they told him, I guess, whenever he was in right field, Hey, we have a present for you. Um, come swing by and get it after the game. And he actually got it. And it was like a, a crock pot or something like <laughs> so you have to win them over. Once you win them over, it's good. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. Well, listen, I really appreciate the time. Uh, good luck this weekend. Uh, glad to see baseball's here. I know everybody's excited about it. No, it's going to be a little cold. I'm allowed to say cold. It's going to be <laughs> a little cold on Friday. going to warm up on Saturday and Sunday. You guys are going to have a huge crowd out there. So best of luck. Enjoy the weekend and look forward to visiting with you again next week on the Peyton Chatney show. And again, don't forget, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. It's the Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, True Grit, Halsey, Duckhead, so many more other brands. Their collegiate brand as well for the Ole Miss fan in your life. If it's a Mississippi State fan, LSU, Alabama, whatever. They've got that stuff too there at the Rogue and therogue.com. Peyton, until next week, appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.